What about in terms of writing practices? How did you figure that out? Um, so, I mean, that's something that's, I think, also a lot of experimentation. And I've kind of always um, started from what specifically we're doing in, in the race and just really trying to work on that. <laughs> so it's a fairly simple um, way of doing that. I mean, basically, I think of it as a pyramid, and we all kind of think of that um, regularly in terms of traditional swimming thing. It's like the base is the bottom of the pyramid, and we go up, and the peak is the top of the pyramid. That's that's really how I think about it. And the top is the competitive event, the things that we're racing in. And then you get less and less specific as you go. And instead of thinking of starting from the base and growing all the way up, I kind of think of you're doing both at the same time. You're trying to increase the base in terms of just your general skills while increasing the peak of that competitive event at the same time. So that's something I think you have to be at pretty high form 52 weeks a year to really get better, especially at sprinting. Let me um, see this. Is this, uh, is this the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah, you sent um, that to me. And I think if people want to check this out, it's on your Twitter. So, and again, yeah. you have one of the best Twitters, uh, swimming Twitters in, in the world. You put amazing stuff up. But in terms of what we're talking about right now, this graph here, you can find yeah. that on Herbie's Twitter and download it, which I did. I just pulled it off there. And um, yeah, good stuff. So, I like that. Yeah, I'll kind of walk through that specifically because honestly, that helps me organize things in terms of training all the time. Mm -hmm. So okay. yep. for those listening, it's a pyramid that's basically divided into, into four parts where the top is the competitive exercise or the competitive event. And that's straightforward. If that's swimming, that's a hundred freestyle. And then below that is a specific developmental exercise. And that means it's either, well, it's replicating the movement of the competitive event, as well as training the physiological systems of the event. So basically in swimming, that's you're swimming the stroke and speed and working the physiological systems. That's something that's very specific and not much individuality can be done in that just because it has to be very like the event. Then below that, we have specific preparatory exercises and that's basically training the movement or the physiological system separately. So not at the same time, that's the, the bulk of what we really do in training. And then below that is general preparatory exercises. And that's just, just general movements that we do like warm up, warm down, weightlifting, anything totally not similar to swimming. That's important, but um, not having super high degree of, of transfer is um is what we're doing and basically it's the amount of relevancy to the competitive event is is what's going to have the most um specific transfer for for the race and um i think the thing that a lot of people have been led astray on and i think a big part of that is um like usrpt to where it's saying yeah. that we basically only want to do the specific developmental exercises. And that's important, but um, it's not the whole puzzle. And in terms of 
overloading and teaching, it's kind of inversely correlated to where the less specific something is, the more overload that can have on the competitive event um, and vice versa. If you're doing something that's really similar to 100 freestyle, then there's going to be very little overload and very little learning that can occur because it's just kind of the same thing. Um, and I think you kind of have to go cyclically through that to where you're working all ends of the spectrum. In my opinion, I think it needs to be in a part of every single week. Because if you go too long without doing any of that specific developmental stuff, you're not you're not figuring out, you're not like putting the pieces together. Mm -hmm. So I think you've got to do all of it all the time. So those specific developmental exercises is stuff that we track. Um, I mean, almost every week for for the whole year. And it's it's that's, I think, probably the coolest thing that that I found in my coaching. And I think if you track it, you can like it predicts what they're going to go to within a couple tenths. Um, Give me some examples of what you're tracking the whole year. So, I mean, kind of the core is 50s on two minutes and variations of that. And this is specifically mm -hmm. for the 100. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll start with just testing like four 50s on two minutes. And then every week kind of try and make a change to that, to where they're swimming the speed of that, either longer or trying to go faster or a different way of doing it. But it, it changes every single week. Um, and that's I mean, been, been pretty cool where it kind of is the just normal periodization model where the volume of that goes up, it gets harder and harder. And then as we go down, and we get closer to the meet, it gets easier and easier, and they're trying to go faster and faster. But basically every week, we're trying to take a step forward in either the amount that you're doing with that or the speed in which you're you're swimming it. Um, uh, so let me, let me get this straight then. Maybe you'd start with 450s on two minutes, and then as the weeks progress, you might go 6, 8, 10. Is that correct? Yeah, so that's, that's actually kind of how I used to do it, super linear just like that and keep it pretty simple there. But what I found is it's not really necessary to do that. We used to go all the way up to like 1650s on two minutes, trying to hold the same speed that we did hold for four all the way to 16. Mm. And I mean, I've honestly found that that's kind of unnecessary. And um, by that pyramids model, it kind of, it's no longer the energy, like the 1650s on two minutes, that's a 32 minute set. That's not that similar to a 100 yard freestyle especially for mm -hmm. guys with 41 seconds like it's just overkill yeah so instead of doing that we'll kind of see how they do and then change it in a different way so it'll be i mean we've done it where it's like one on two minutes two on one minutes we've done some where and it's, it's based on the individual so if they're struggling to if their top speed isn't there but they're closing really well then we'll almost always go on the side of speed so we might go 450s on four minutes um or start really when do you make an adjustment like that are you making that adjustment on the spot or, or days before or when no it's it's days before it's kind of the feedback from how the set goes the previous week gotcha. and if we go let's say we do 850s on two minutes and they're lights out the whole way then it's like okay their their back half's probably going to be pretty good so we can start working the front half now mm -hmm. um and we kind of add constraints based on the individual. I mean, like we did one set the other day with um, a couple of our 100 fly guys where it was 
12 on two minutes, one with fins where they had to kick past 15 underwater each direction, one without fins, one easy. So they're going into it, the, that fast 50 with pretty tired legs, like the way it is for, um, for a hundred fly. Um, we did a similar one with um, actually last week where it was just three basically broken 100s. was 225s on 30, a 50 fast on about eight minutes, the whole round. Um, but it had to be no breath, the first 225. So they're, they're actually having to figure out how to take that breath efficiently and go as fast as they can on the 50 while their lungs are, are pretty dead. Um, just because, I mean, part of that was because um, Ryan held at the World Championships, um, his first 25, his length was was pretty amazing. I mean, he kicks out to 15 and he was holding a ton of water and he only took seven strokes the first 25 and mm -hmm. uh, seven or eight strokes the first 25 short course meters. So he only got one breath in. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh man, we didn't really prepare him for that by not having enough um breath control and for i mean just he kind of became more efficient to where he'd normally take nine strokes and he could take two breaths comfortably mm. but he was out so fast that it was like you gotta think on the fly and it, i, I mm. think it was the right call to not try and sneak another breath in there just because his stroke looked so good um so it's kind of preparing them for what might happen in the race mm. um and I guess to, to clarify on that, it's also, if the speed isn't there, the speed is always number one. So if they can only do 350s at their 100 speed, then we, we kind of have to make sure the speed is there and start making it to where they can do the volume. And then once the volume's there, and for me, it's like six to eight at the most 50s you'll really need in a, in a practice to be similar to a 100. Um, and that's like in really one set, mm. uh, more than like that, that. overkill. I like that a lot. I, I know the answer to this question for me personally. I think you're going to pretty much say the same thing, but why not? Why do fifties? Why not do hundreds? I think you're just going too slow. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can't like you can, and it's, it's, it's just training something different. Like, cause you're not going to be able to go. I mean, we're asking these guys to try and figure out how to swim 41 seconds mm -hmm. in a hundred yards. They're at the best going to go 44 if we go more than one of them in a practice. So yep. Yep. especially in a college season where you're already racing fairly often, you don't really need to do more, more one hundreds. And it's not to say we don't ever do a hundred um, continuously in practice, but when right. we do that, it normally has a different emphasis where it's kind of strong technique, like hitting the details for four laps in a row. But um, I just don't think you, I just don't think you need to. I think the hundreds are great for 200s and above, but mm -hmm. for 100, yep. it's, it's way too much. Yeah, I'm totally on the same page with you on that one. I think you need to be at the speed that you want to be racing at or close as close as possible. You're right. And, yeah. and, when you stretch it out to the full length of the race, you just can't get anywhere near that pace and speed. And so you're, you're yeah. dealing with something completely different. 